0: Hey, it's Karen Hunter from The Karen Hunter Show on SiriusXM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me uh, welcome to the show. This is part of a op-ed written in the griot by this man and uh, Ebony, uh, Dr. Ebony Hilton as well, uh, co-authored. And it's all facts. It's like chock full of facts. It's not even an op-ed. This is like just facts. Let me welcome former South Carolina House of Rep, author of my vanishing country, which was prophetic because it is is gone. Let me welcome Mr. Bakari <laughs> Sellers. Hi.
1: What's up? How are you doing? I miss you and I miss this show. It's the best show in the galaxy.
0: Oh man, listen. Um, you know, you know this fondness. Uh, you are more than what people can even imagine. And I just wish all of the goodness for you because you're, you're a good dude. So thank you for I coming. I appreciate bro. that, thank you. Thank yeah. you, always. We were we were talking about your ink. Uh, people don't know, you have like 20 plus tattoos. And I was like, did you get any <laughs> ink during the pandemic?
1: <laughs> no, I'm waiting. I'm looking forward to some more ink. I, like I told you, I miss it. I, I have 22 tattoos. All of them mean something to me. Um, And so I, I, you know, my first tattoo was a portrait of my dad off the back of his book, The River of No Return. It was in 1972. It was a big Afro, and I came home uh, that summer from college. And my mom saw my tattoo, and she went crazy. She couldn't believe I got a tattoo. She wasn't mad I got a tattoo. She just got mad, mad I got a tattoo of my daddy and not her. (laughs) (laughs) Of
0: course. So did you rectify that, Macari? I
1: did. Okay. All right. I did. I, you know, I took, I took care of the fam okay
0: you said that not getting a tattoo is tat uh, um attached to the organ donation process yeah How?
1: so you know in in uh 2019 january of 2019 my my twins were born and a lot of people know this story it was in my book i talked about it on, on cnn um my wife had a very difficult birth great pregnancy difficult birth she was almost a statistic uh, you know, we talk about Black women being three times more likely to die during childbirth than white women. She lost about seven units of blood during that, Ooh. during her, um, yeah, during her her birth, and she spent the first thirty six hours of the twins' life in ICU. So we get the kids home. We had to spend a couple extra days in the hospital. We get the kids home. Everything's great, um, but Sadie is continuing to be a little jaundiced. She's my little girl. She's my little my little princess, and. Uh, My sister, who's a doctor, was like, you should just take her in. We took her in. And um, the doggone doctor, pediatrician, called us back on a Saturday. If your pediatrician calls you on a Saturday, something's wrong. And they said, you need to get your daughter to the hospital ASAP. Um, Her bilirubin is through the roof. Had no idea what it was. Um, You know, you start Googling stuff and you think your daughter is about to die. And lo and behold, Google was right. Uh, We went in. uh, They tested her. Um, Her liver enzymes were sky high. Billy Rubin sky high. Um, They gave her what's called a Kasai procedure. It failed. And after about four months, she was four months old, they diagnosed her in end stage liver failure. And so then we got on the liver transplant waiting list. And I I don't know if people fully grasp what I mean when I say that, but for 93 days, um, we had to watch our daughter die They're literally getting sicker. Her belly's huge, filled with fluid. She's getting smaller. She's yellow. And here I also have Stokely, who is a growing boy, just just doing everything that little five, six, seven-month-old boys do. Um, So we had her under the care of Duke. Shout out to Dr. Alicia Mavis, um, who was her doctor at Duke. They have one of the premier. Duke and the University of Cincinnati have the two premier pediatric transplant centers in the country. We were fortunate enough to be able to afford to go to Duke because you got to (laughs) move. You got to like rent a spot, have a separate home, you know, be able to do those things because you don't you don't have any extra resources for real, for real. Um, And then we got a call uh, September 1st that um, there was a a liver for my little girl. And the way that it it ties in is that I told myself and my my daughter's doctors and everyone else that I'm going to be a live donor. Um, you can be a live donor and I want to be a live liver donor. That's one of the things I want to do. Um, and when there is a match or an opportunity, I'll do that. Um, but you can't have a tattoo within a year of you donating. And so uh, there was a period of time when I didn't donate because I didn't I didn't get tatted because I didn't know if I was going to have to be my daughter's uh, uh, donor. And then after she got it, I wanted to give it some space and time because I wanted to make sure that this liver took... And she's all good. She's in the clear. She's amazing. And um, so now I'm like, I'm gonna get a tattoo, but I, then I have to wait another year before I can donate. So that's where we are in my head. I know that was a convoluted way to no, get there. No, I mean, it's I'm important, not getting though. a. T- <laughs> yeah, I'm not it's- getting a tattoo because I want to be a live liver donor. That's what. That's what it is.
0: And and for people who don't know, you know, the liver regenerates. It's one of the few organs that we have that will grow back. You know, and so, so- like,
1: look, don't don't worry about how much Jameson you be drinking on the weekend? That's the first question people ask themselves. So They'd be like, <laughs> man, I go to that Applebee's, Ooh. Applebee's uh, down the street for happy hour every Thursday. Can I be a donor? The answer is yes, your liver does a great job. I mean, take some time off from it, but your liver does do a great job of regenerating. And if you give a portion of your liver, your liver will grow back. Um, and so less than 5% of, of live donors are actually African-American. And mm. as you stated earlier, we are the ones who really need it the most.
0: And 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 I was talking also about the psychology because you know from Tuskegee the non treatment to the radiation experiments to the gynecological experiments we don't trust the medical field too. The, the women camp, the camp dying. Lejeune. You know, to
1: Camp Lejeune. To Camp Lejeune where we were drinking all that bad water. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. To
0: to Flint to <laughs> Mississippi Taxi. like right now. I mean, you know, it's it's difficult to encourage somebody to be on the donors list or have a donor card in their wallet when a bad stop with the police can mean what, you know? So, you, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we have these things that are not um, to be discounted. So how do we, how do we get through that? Cause I don't think we're not on the list because we don't care about people. I think we care deeply, but we also, you know, there's a part of us that's like, oh, can I trust this?
1: No, I, I mean, I totally get it. And I think that you need to ask every question you want to ask. So when I went in, um, my daughter got really, really sick. And so they worked me up to be a donor. And the workup was crazy because less than 10% of the people who I think that's the actual number who get worked up actually are fit enough or are healthy enough to give. So they just don't check your liver. I mean, you get a full body CAT scan. They even make you talk to a psychiatrist to make sure that you're mentally prepared to go through it. I mean, you go to a cardiologist, you go, you do everything you possibly can because this is a major surgery for you. Um, in fact, I, I, saw, um, one of the individuals who, um, one of the children who was in ICU when Sadie was in ICU, when she got out, she actually had a live liver donor. It was a friend of hers from way back when, I don't know, but just watching you being able to give that gift of life to others, to have that sense of relief. I, um, don't know who, uh, Sadie's donor was. I actually wrote, um, a letter to the donor. Um, you give it to your hospital, they mail it off anonymously. I don't know if they ever got it or read it, but I put it at the back of my book um, in My Vanishing Country. So the last two pages of My Vanishing Country are actually a letter from me to my liver donor, um, because whenever that family is ready, if they ever pick up this book, maybe, I don't know, they'll get to the back page, and they will just simply be able to understand thank you um, from the bottom of our heart. And so, it's something that we need to learn more about. I understand the distrust you'll get, you, you will go through that process, feel comfortable um, with your doctors. They got black doctors out there too. Shout out to Bradley at Duke university. One of the best, um, you know, liver, liver doctors in the country. Um, uh, And, you know, find somebody you're comfortable with, ask the questions and then see if you can help another black family live.
0: What, uh, so then you get into a registry. For you, um, you were on the registry, and, and Sadie got a live liver donor. She got a live no, donor. No, Sadie's
1: liver, she, I, I don't know. I, you don't know. I'm pretty know. sure it wasn't live. I'm pretty sure it wasn't live, because I would okay. they would have done it simultaneously. Right. But I don't know who, I don't know what that family went through. Mm-hmm. I don't know God bless. who the person was. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's probably a, a death but i that's all i can tell you i don't know the answers to those questions i but your little girl was it, got, you, po-
0: you post a lot uh your beautiful children your children are and, and sadie is she lives up to her name you know sadie is oh, yeah. so much <laughs> she is so much sadie is sadie
1: is a is a is a 45 year old um <laughs> she's a 45 year old southern black woman who probably know how to make sweet potato pies if i let her she she is everything absolutely yes. everything
0: so for folk who are listening, again, um, you went through the process is extensive. And, and for those of you scared to go to the doctor, this is a good way to find out if you're healthy too. You know, like I, <laughs> I gave blood cause I wanted to know my cholesterol numbers, right? <laughs> so, you know, some, whatever brings you in, you know, some folk you go in, you, I want to know what my cholesterol They give you that. And you get, you know, juice box or whatever for you, you get a full workup. You don't have to worry about it. Cause they're not going to, yeah. you know, pull or you, you,
1: or if you don't want to do it and you just want to, and you want to just let them take it when you're dead, just go to the DMV you in there for 30 minutes anyway just check the little box off and and sign off that you're going to be a donor ain't nothing wrong with that i mean you give the gift of life you talk you hear about these people who are organ donors um one of my one of my best friends in the world um uh you you guys know his father now because his father was was uh, Judge Cliff Newman, um, who was the judge in the Murdoch trial, you know, South Carolina's all right. connected. Oh, well, his goodness. son, talk his son, Brian, yes. uh, well, no, nope. his, uh, <laughs> his son, Brian was my best friend who passed away January 3rd. He was an organ so, donor. And so you just think about, you think about all the lives you can save and how long your legacy, you talk about eyes, you talk about kidneys, you talk about heart, you talk about liver, you talk about everything that you can do to help somebody else, um, live the gift of life. Um, and it it's just it for me it's it's something I want to do while I'm living. Um you all don't have to do it while you're living. Just be a part of the solution and talk about it a little bit more because the system is broken. It truly is. And the people who get hurt most are poor people and people who look like me and you, Miss Karen.
0: Yes. And let's talk about um I would love for you to come back because there's a whole uh who's in charge, you know, um the O the organ procurement com- procurement organizations. Uh, that are yeah. funded by it's our taxes. It's a monopoly, taxes. man. It's yes. a
1: monopoly, and they just they they only you know you know it only goes out there and probably uh, gets one out of every five organs that they should. I mean, uh, you know, if somebody was was only hitting one out of five free throws and their name wasn't Shaquille O'Neal, we cut them, we get them, we get them right out of the league. I mean, we need to have more competition in the way that we do that, and it's unfortunate that a lot of times it's a bottom line that, that drives. Um, people to do certain things. And these failures are literally killing people.
0: So you're saying there's a need for there to be an organization or a business to do this exact thing, because the government has money for this. Is that what you're saying, Bakari Sanders?
1: I'm saying there needs to be competition because right now there is an organization, but it's the only organization that does it and they do it poorly. And I think a lot of times we know that when there is competition um, that people do better work. Um, you are a better show because you got to be better than everybody else out there. And you know it, right? And so, you know, I think that that is just something that, and I, and government oversight, where this is bipartisan. I mean, literally, there are Democrats and Republicans talking about these same issues. There are people like Chuck Grassley and others who are on the same side as Bakari Sellers on this issue. I mean, that is how fascinating it is We just it's not an issue that bubbles up and is as sexy as possible, although for my family and my little Sadie, it was life or death.
0: Let's talk off mic, too, about what it would look like to have competition for the organ procurement organizations that are out there right now. That is out. There's only one. Uh, And let's talk more. Uh, Is there a place where people can go to donate? Where do they go?
1: so i mean you can go to your local dmv first and foremost and that's where you can sign up to be an organ donor when you get your driver's license when you can do those things otherwise i would actually tell people to go to places like the american liver foundation which is one of the foundations that we're extremely close to um that that talk to you about live donations and everything else and ask your general practitioner some of us ain't got no doctors karen we need to first go get a doctor go get you a
0: doctor it's the show. i love you bakari thank you for being here